Validas Tool and Library Qualification Podcast with your host, Oskar Slotosch. Hello, my name is Oskar Slotosch and here's the sixth episode of our Tool and Library Qualification Podcast. And I'm Ivana Kuretic, your representative of the audience. Let's get off on a busy start. What is the role of Validas in qualification? So we consider ourselves as qualification experts, helping our customers and any other roles to perform qualification. So um, we have tool users and tool providers and uh, other safety experts uh, that we support in tool qualification. And you? What do you do? Well, uh, I have many roles and that's typically also <laughs> the case uh, with other companies. So of course I'm leading the company and I'm our safety expert and um, I'm training people here in, uh, in tool qualification and, well, I'm a podcaster, so many roles <laughs> I do have. So everything from technical support to public relations. Yes, everything uh, like this. So I, I like this kind of work. There are different things. It's, it's not like only doing safety, only doing this. So I'd like to have uh, many uh, different roles. And what is the role of a safety expert? Well, the safety expert is the responsible person for safety in a company or in a project. And uh, in case something happens uh, with safety, so some incident or other uh, question happens, the safety person is always the responsible person for the safety. So a safety expert is normally employed by a tool user, correct? Well, every company uh, that uh, is in the safety field has to have a safety expert. This is uh, prescribed in the safety standards. So they have to have safety managers that are responsible. And of course, mainly uh, the ones who producing products like cars or trails or um, uh, airplanes, they do have uh, safety related products and they have safety managers. But also the suppliers that supply parts to those products and um, also the tool providers that provide tools to those products um, have to have safety managers, safety experts. What does the acronym FSM stand for? FSM means Functional Safety Manager. So he is uh, not only the expert, but he's also responsible to manage the safety in a way to ensure that the products are really safe. In a sense to supervise. Yes, in the sense of a supervisor, he is responsible uh, for all uh, the safety activities. Being responsible means that uh, in case something happens, he has to respond to all the questions, typically from lawyers or from other people who want to know about safety, he has to respond. A qualifier is normally an external advisor? A qualifier is usually uh, the person who runs the qualification from the tool user side. So he's responsible for qualifying the tests, uh, the tools, and he's responsible for documenting it. And uh, usually it's a subtask of the functional safety manager who's from the tool user. So he will qualify it. There's one role that seems to be a little bit shoved under the carpet, but I think it's very important to talk about it. The safety reviewer or the safety assessor. What's their job? Their job is uh, to look only to the safety. And usually they look to the safety of the product and say, okay, you have here 
a safety plan, a safety case, whatever we'll discuss within the next episode, the safety standards and uh, more what they have to do. But this is a special specific role. And typically um, people uh, like to have external persons. So assessors doing this job because they uh, have an own view on it and they are uh, not in the company and saying, we know all this thing. So they get hired to especially look to the safety and the safety standards do require assessments with some degree of independence. So it does not always need to be an external uh, assessor or reviewer, but there have to be reviews that uh, ensure the quality. What would you say the difference in the role of a tool provider and a tool user is in qualification? Uh, that is a, a important difference and we have heard it in the last episode about the qualification processes. So it's task of the user to classify the tools and it's task of the provider to provide the tools and the confidence into the tools. And therefore the roles are different. One is the tool user that really uses the tool to build his application or to test his application. And the other is the tool provider who is developing the tool and the user manual and the qualification kits and everything. So um, that's uh, the interface is from the tool provider to the tool user. There is not only the tool, but also the confidence and the documents and everything. It's normally the tool provider who provides the Q-Kit that we're talking about in the qualification processes episode. Yes, usually that's the tool provider. But it can also be the other way around that the tool provider says, well, I don't, uh, I'm not so interested in this small area of safety related products. And um, well, then they don't provide a Q-Kit. The question is, what happens if they don't provide a Q-Kit? Can you qualify the tool? Also, sometimes if it's open source software, they don't provide a Q-Kit. So who shall create it then? And this might be uh, either a third company. Well, for example, Validas could do a qualification kit for uh, some, some tools or uh, let's say Hitech, which is a distributor of the GNU compiler uh, GCC tool. They provided Q-Kit for these open source tools. Sometimes it even happens that tool users build their own qualification kit for tools that don't have qualification kits. So we have also seen this case. It's not only open source software that might be contentious. What happens when there's a compiler that you would like to qualify? Who's responsible for this? At the end, always the, the tool user is responsible for using the right tools. And if he's using a compiler, then he is uh, responsible for uh, the safety of the compiler as well. And of course, uh, he cannot really uh, look into the compiler. It's just an executable and he needs to ask the compiler provider. But there's a, another thing we should mention or ask. There are also in-house tools. So people develop tool users and tool developers are the same person. And within this case, then they are responsible for uh, creating a qualification kit. and. If it's a bigger company, then they have one department for creating tools and the other for using tools. And we also work with those companies and helping them to create a qualification kit for their tools. In Validus, have you ever encountered cases where for the same tool, you get contacted by two different users for two different purposes looking to have a Q-Kit made? Yeah, that's a, a good question. And uh, I would say, uh, Yes, there is one tool where we have uh, get many requests and that is uh, the Misra checkers. 
So there are a lot of those checkers and they are really hard to qualify because it's, it doesn't suffice to test just if they can detect an error, they have to detect it in many cases because it can occur in many cases. So therefore we get frequently um, requests to qualify this and we know some of our customers having MISRA checkers for some rules and other customers having MISRA checker for other rules. And there are also commercially tools available that, that can check MISRA rules. So there's a lot of uh, qualification kits around for MISRA rules and maybe not one, not the only, there is no one qualification kit covering all rules, which is not possible by the way. So the, everyone has its own subset of rules and I need to look into which one are the, the ones. So MISRA checking is a good example for not having one single tool and not single one single QKit. We keep talking about testing. Who is a tool tester and what is their role? Yes, that is a good question. Um, the tool tester is a person who is testing the tool. Usually the tool <laughs> tester, yes, it's a, usually it's a, the tool tester is from the tool provider, somebody who is testing it, but it can also be uh, from the tool user saying, okay, I don't trust this tool. I just run some test cases with it and things like that. So tool tester is not part of the qualifier. Well, the qualification is based on tool uh, on test cases mainly. If we do validation-based qualification, uh, then the tool is tested. And um, of course, the qualifier uh, runs the QKit and this runs also some test cases. But usually the tool tester is creating the test cases, is uh, creating test strategies, is um, uh, specifying test cases and implementing test cases. And those test cases then can be integrated in the QKit and just run for qualification if they are safe, of course. And the tester, do they normally have any connection with the tool developer? Yes, of course. Uh, sometimes it's the same person, which is not always good, but usually they need to uh, interact. And the interaction is, of course, the tester wants to get a specification from the developer and the developer will get uh, feedback or bug reports from the tester. So there is a close interaction between the tool developer and the tool tester. Why do you think it might not be a good idea to have the developer and tester be the same person? Uh, yes, because uh, then um, there is a, a conflict of interests. Because developer uh, wants usually to develop more features. He has pressure to extend the tool, to improve the tool, while the tester uh, is responsible for making good tests and uh, making the product safe. And if both is on the same side, uh, the person has to decide, oh, shall I build new features or shall I test old features? And mostly the, pre the preference is then, okay, I need to fix this first and uh, I need to do this and uh, implement and finalize this. And um, then the testing will be get behind. If this occurs for several years, then you end up with a tool that maybe uh, only 20% of the features are tested because developers maintain their features and they are more visible to many customers and testing goes behind. And in case we encounter this situation with creating a qualification kit, then we always need to say, okay, um, you have developed a good tool, but now you need to develop good test cases for it. So you're saying that if you want to ensure an objectivity and a high standard in the safety of tools, you should probably make sure that your different roles are separated. Yes, so that is a, a good, good thing to have. You have them separated. 
and then the tester has time to test the tool and there are some people saying yes testing is more effort than developing others saying developing is more than testing the third one says yes having a good requirement specification is even more work so there are uh, different opinions on that and what's the role of tool owners well a tool owner is a uh, interesting role because it's uh, it's twofold. Once the tool owner is on the tool provider side, then it's more the product owner who's uh, selling the tool and also caring for building qualification kits. And on the other side, on the side of the tool users, uh, there are typical tool owners are the contact person who get the license, who are uh, getting new versions, distributing it in case of problems. So they are the contact person. Usually also they define the use case and take care on the qualification. So that's the tool owner. In our last episode, as you mentioned, we've talked about qualification processes. We have a couple of main things. Classification, qualification, the creation of a Q-kit, and then reaching a qualification. What would you say, which roles are the most important? Which roles participate in which step? Well, the, the tool user is the most important role because he's deciding how to use the tool. He's building up the use cases and uh, somehow specifying the requirements for qualification. If he says, I'm using this feature, then this uh, needs to be classified or qualified. And if he says, I don't care about this feature, I don't use it, I have another tool for it or whatever, then so the tool user is creating the specification. And from starting from that point of view, uh, all the other uh, roles get involved more or less. So then if the tool user says, I want to use this feature safely, then it has to be um, classified and qualified. And then you get the request. So he might tell his functional safety manager, please, can you ensure that this feature is qualified? For example, a good example for such a feature can be, I want to check programming guidelines within C++. So then can I check, uh, use my standard C rule checker? No, I'd use the one for C++. And typically uh, people say, hey, I'm using this and this C++ checker. Can you ensure that it's qualified? And then it goes to the safety expert to look, to, to contact to the tool provider and ask for a qualification kit or a certificate or other uh, things that can increase, increase the confidence he, he has. And then once they, they want to increase the confidence into a tool, then uh, they can go to the tool provider and uh, the uh, tool testers and create a tool qualification kit, maybe with qualification experts or our help. So this is something which is uh, all, all done. Initially, we have the tool user that provides the specifications, how he uses the tool, and then it goes down via the safety manager to the tool provider and qualification creators. So the highest responsibility lies in the hands of the tool user for a specific purpose. Yes. And in this particular situation, when we're talking about qualification roles, Validus is somewhat of a full stack role. Yes, we uh, handle all aspects of tool qualification and library qualification. So we support tool users and we support tool providers and we perform qualification and we even teach qualification, making workshops on tool qualification. So it's not necessarily our task to create all qualification kits of the world, um, <laughs> but uh, we, do, we do help people in case they need and they want to help 
have help and um, sometimes it's really good to talk with us early. For example, also, uh, I always like to talk early to uh, tool developers when they are developing the first prototypes and then planning to make a product. That's very important how to steer their testing efforts. So they don't need to test too much, but only the critical aspects. And they should also be prepared on those safety experts uh, coming around and asking which tool confidence level do you have or how critical is your tool and having answers them in the right place, it is much better than others. Validas. Safety for your tools and libraries. Contact us at www.validas.de and ask for a free strategy talk. Important is also for qualification and testing is a bit different. So. If you want to uh, test a tool, then of course it's important that the tool is working well and it, for example, it does not crash. So that's very important because if the tool will crash, then people uh, are not satisfied and uh, crashes are really bad things. However, from the safety expert uh, point of view, a crash is something quite uncritical because nothing bad happens except that the user gets upset. But even worse, once we had a tool, uh, which has a, a, a computation of if and else if. So if something happens, um, then do something. And if something else happens, then do the other thing. But if both is true, then the tool was to take the last uh, and not the first uh, choice, which is really weird for everyone who is doing programming that you do the else if before the if. And guess what we get as an answer from the tool provider? Well, we cannot fix this because our users are used to it. Fantastic. <laughs> well, that's something that, that happens. Uh, and then you're really like, hey, um, of course you can qualify the tool. You just write it down. But uh, I would understand tool users who want to throw away this tool. Thank you for listening to our um, podcast episodes on qualification roles. If uh, you want to have us with some roles within your project, then feel free to ask us and contact us. We are looking forward to uh, hear you in our future episodes on safety standards and other topics. And if you want to learn more about qualification and maybe have some questions, you can always contact us at podcast at validas.de. Thank you for joining us. And until next time. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. And don't worry about qualification. Be happy with Validas.